Everybody. Hi! I sound like a regular person again. Hello, regular Ryan. Uh, we beat the COVID squeezer. Ah, uh, good for you. Wasn't much to beat. I mean, not saying it's not bad, but we have three shots in us each. Uh, me and Enchantress, so uh, I guess it did its job. It uh, kept it at bay. It was very. Uh, that night was probably what you heard me at my worst. A little bit of cough, a little bit of nasal congestion. That went away the next day. The next day, the congestion went away. By uh, Friday, I was feeling better. By Saturday, I was even even better. And by Sunday, I was 100%. Huh. Well, it's good to have the old Jew back. Did you call me Although, an old Jew? Um, no. You're not Jewish. Or the old you. The old you. Oh, it sounded like you said the old Jew back. Uh, no, no, I would never. Well, it's fine. Wait, I mean, I mean wait, when have we have never gotten that anti-Semitic this early in the show? <laughs> or ever. Um, or ever. Sure. Uh, I, I meant the run of the show. This early in the run of the show, uh, five seasons in. Oh, you're you know, saving come it. Six or seven. You know. That's when we really when, let the anti-Semitism yeah, out. Yeah, we, we go off the deep end and get really racist and Ah, go gotcha, crazy. gotcha. Okay, I can get behind that. It'll be it'll be a fun ride. I hope everyone is, uh, stays on board. At least, you know, stick around for the train wreck. Yeah, well, I Eventually, mean, it, it becomes us reminiscing about the good old days and bitching more about the current days. That's that, It tends to be the trend. We kind of already uh, did this, but I'm, I'm longing for the days where we're just doing rad years episodes going over our top five favorite rad years episodes <laughs> it's not far off like really. this episode is on our top five favorite episodes about ra- uh, r-rated toys like that'll be 20 years <laughs> from now i don't know if there's gonna be a three i think we're yeah we kind of tapped this one out although i did yeah. digging i did find more stuff in case we had to eke out like a a two and a half it- yeah, like I I had to stretch for myself personally. Like the first one was easy. Like I picked all the toys I had as a kid. Yeah. Like I had oh, half my toy sets were like R-rated toy franchises. And these I either didn't have or honestly just stumbled across in my research. Right. And we're going to talk about some stuff you've heard us talk about before, but that's par for the course with the Rad Years podcast. Did you we what we didn't talk about last week, Squeezer? Did you just call me a Jew? I did. <laughs> Uh, in a good way, which is there's only a good way to say it in my. Ah yes. Yeah. Um. Anyway, what I was asking is, last week we did not talk about Book of Boba Fett. We forgot. Yes. It was. Did we forget? Or I hadn't. It came out that day, and I just hadn't seen it yet. Yeah. Oh, you didn't. I wasn't. I didn't ask. I didn't even ask. So no. we did. Yeah. I did forget. I was fully intended to talk about it, whether you saw it or not. Yeah, I didn't see the late. I didn't see two yet. Oh, I saw that today. Really good. Oh, good. Two's better than one. Really? I had some problems with one. 
I have here, here's my my only real problem with the series, and I, I'm well, all you can't say the money. series. You can't say the series because you only saw one episode. So tell well, us your problem with what, episode one. Well, with what they did in one anyway, oh, and Irish which crickets. is if they want to do a show about Boba Fett now, I'm cool with that. I'd like to have kept just a little more mystery. Let the past stay buried. No, 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 no. The second episode. Oh God, they're digging in the past. It's so good. All right, if you if you say it's good, I I I was like I, I don't know. I I didn't want to see him climbing out of the Sarlacc pit. Oh, I, that I, I could care two shits happened. about that. I just assumed that happened. Like Pat and Oswald yeah. described it to us exactly like that on uh on uh on uh, Parks and Rec. So. Hmm. On no more Ned's day. What was it? Throw Ted Ted's day. When they uh, want to get rid of Ted Day, Ted's the yes. Ted Day, and uh, he challenged her to go to uh, to an old colonial house and live that way. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, and he filibusters her trying to get rid of Ted mm-hmm. Day, and they ultimately just throw him in the lake every every year. But yeah, the second episode's good. It delves a lot into the backstory of him with the um, Tuscan warriors, Tuscan Raiders. Okay, Tuscan Raiders. Okay. Yeah, and uh, it's really good. I, I enjoyed it. I I thought it was really well done. I I just I'm a, I don't want to lose any. I don't want to lose the mystique. You know, what I guess it's gone. They he it's barely gone. has his helmet on. It's gone. Yeah, That's my biggest enough. problem. I'm like, put your fucking helmet on, pal. But then he he almost doesn't have it on the whole episode, episode two, and that, that didn't bother me as much. But in episode one, I was like, where's your fucking helmet? Put it on. Well, he, well, he didn't have it. Well, are you talking like when, like when he's when time? he's when he's fucking walking around, and holding it in his the crook of his arm, like put it on. Yeah, what, are, what are you a knight? Yeah, oh, put that shit on. Right. But I also like the fight scene with those guys, those those assassins with the shields. That was kind of lame. Yeah. Like they can do better. Yeah, I mean, they do. It's... This episode two is better. Okay, it, it kind of. Ludwig Gorsen's score though is fucking rad because everything yeah. he does is rad. From uh, Creed, the Creed score to Black Panther to Mandalorian. No, I, I think this fits very. The Mandalorian score is still one of my. It just fits so well, like as far as like genre blending goes, it's perfect. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed the second episode, Book of okay. Boba Fett. I'll probably it's ten thirty now. I'll probably actually watch it tonight before I call it quits. You mean during the show? (laughs) Are we doing the show? Yeah, I'm just uh huh. I'll just pop it on. uh, Let's see if it's a two hour show. You talk for an hour during your picks, and I just uh huh uh huh uh huh through all of it. I can yeah. So nothing's changed. Well, yeah, except this time, rather than looking at stuff on the internet and doing my own research during the show or just kind of staring <laughs> off into the nethers, mm-hmm. I'd actually be watching a show. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so, yeah, that's Book of Boba Fett. Also, did you see uh, Super 7 release their Wave 2 of the Ultimate Simpsons figures? Uh, you know, I saw... Where did I see the link? I just I didn't... Probably Entertainment Earth. Yeah. Uh, one of the characters... So... Uh, Wave one's pretty cool because the most is like has the panda. <laughs> Get back in there on the line. <laughs> hey, don't look it up. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. Stop uh, typing. What? 
I want I want you to guess oh. who's in wave two. Okay. Great cat. Uh, shit. Too fast. I already got there. It's right on the front page. God damn it. You I need my him. whole stick. Hank Scorpio. Yes, flamethrower yeah. and all. I know. I was going to get to that. And you ruined my whole... Uh, as soon as I heard you type it, I'm like, stop! <laughs> I, I mean, it's not fair. I won't ha- you need that for your office, though. Because uh, you are Hank Scorpio. I, I absolutely do. Uh, I love the Duffman, too. Hank Scorpio's great. Krusty's okay. Um, He's got a box of Krusty-O's. But uh, the Hank Scorpio, I was like, holy shit. That is shit. phenomenal. World's best boss. It is... He's got his maniacal oh. head too when he's using the flamethrower. A one-off character from a Simpsons <laughs> episode from 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's his own action figure. Duffman's pretty cool too. Yeah, he is. He's got this belt. Yeah, Bartman, I don't care for much. Yeah, at... I would have rather had Bart with his uh, utility belt. Yeah, yeah. Just, <sighs> I guess I I will retreat back to my comic book store where I have the one making the deals, not the dealy. <laughs> Dude, he's ragging on your cord. <laughs> he's ragging on your cord. So series one had uh, a lot of good random ones too. It had Homer in space. He comes to the ant colony and the potato chips. Uh, it had Moses Lack who comes with the panda and the jar of uh, pickled eggs with the spider in it and a flaming mo. And uh, I just went to panic. Come on, get back in there. Andale. <laughs> <laughs> it has the uh, Scratchy Robot from Itchy and Scratchy Land. Or the Itchy Robot, I should say. I, I like those just very random. Both Itchy and Scratchy Robots, actually. And then uh, Poochie is the last one in that lineup. Um, I'll hold off. Because I... I went Mo and Hank Scorpio, just because Mo has the, you... the fucking panda bear. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I need a Hans Mo man. Yeah. <laughs> I, if if, there, if there's ever a Hans Mo man, I will have it. Getting doinked in the grind. Yeah. <laughs> no. <sighs> well, you're certainly doing your job today, Mister Son. <laughs> You're certainly doing your oh, job today, Mr. Sun. Oh, you can come with his push broom? I'd like $17 for a push broom rebristling. <laughs> <Get out. laughs> Why is the delightful TV leprechaun? I'm going to get your lucky charms. Uh, he has a saw right there, right? Oh, he's my favorite. What's that? He's it was a drill. drill. Starts, oh, drill, drill. Goes the drill into his head. I don't know who else. I like stupid, sexy Flanders would be cool to have. I just got the Funko Pop. King size Homer. King size Homer would be great. Would be great with his fat guy Uh, hat. Dad, what are you doing down there? Washing my fat guy hat, honey. (laughs) Uh, As as far as like randos go. uh, George Bush would be great if they did it. Yeah. (laughs) Or Gerald Ford. Do you like nachos and beer? (laughs) Um, oh, I want to get a skeleton at Jebediah Springfield. Okay. You can have the silver, silver tongue, tongue in there. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, a, a Dredderick Tatum would be cool. Yeah. But I'll have to uh, destroy him and uh, make an orphan out of his children. 
<laughs> just make a make a whole boxing like have like Homer boxing Dredrick Tatum re-release Mo but with the fan man. Yeah, right. Uh, I want you to have my old mitts. What's this? Uh that that's called the Stinger. Yeah, we don't use that no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most most is like um uh Lucius Lucius whatever his name is. Uh, uh Lucius Sweet. You know Lucius, Lucius Sweet. Sweet. He looks the is is successful and looks exactly like <laughs> Um well they could do a Larry Holmes figure cuz he was in the show. And a Brett the Hitman heart, which they've done in a yeah. line before. But for an ultimate, you're paying. These are fifty five dollars each. Yeah. So you gotta. Yeah, I gotta. I you can't just have the whole collection. It's not like that little girl with all her goddamn American Girl dolls last week. You know, I don't have. I don't have my other, Nika Simpson figures at my beach house. Yeah, I don't know what I... I definitely have to get Hank Scorpio, and I want Mo because yeah, I love Mo. But yeah. um, the scratchy robot comes with a Bort license plate. Ooh. <laughs> We're out of Bort license plates. But uh, the Mo with the panda is just such a, such a classic touch. Oh, Frank Grimes, if if Grimes comes out, ooh, that is so. Ooh, how did I even miss yeah, that? Yeah, how'd you miss that? That's one you need to need get. Need a grime, he's my favorite. Yeah, I, I like the down and outers. Yeah, I I, I want King Size Homer and stupid sexy Flanders. <laughs> yeah. Feels like I'm wearing nothing at all, nothing at all. Sorry for doing my bad Simpsons impressions <laughs> in the show. Got me excited. When I saw Hank Scorpion, I got really Mr. Scorpion. I got really excited. My name's not Mr. Scorpion. Don't call me that either. <laughs> call me Hank. <laughs> but Homer in space is good. He comes with the potato chips. <laughs> and he's got a mouth open to eat the said chips. <laughs> you could do a diorama squeezer where you hang the little chips off fishing wire. Oh, yeah. And then hang. I, I get that, what's that, that gel that we used to have as kids in the fish tank. Mm, yes. Suspension shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, that's one cool news. I was going to do a whole shtick until you looked it up, but. Sorry. It's okay. I, if it makes you feel any better, I probably wouldn't have guessed it. I would either, I would have gotten it right away or I would, I would have struggled for a while. I had some good clues um, prepared. Um, what else is out in the world? Uh. That's pretty much. I mean, oh, what I I also didn't talk about what I was supposed to do Wednesday before COVID happened on my day off. Oh, we are gonna go to Giant Stadium, Squeezer, Jet Stadium, whatever you want to call it, the Meadowlands. Meadowlands? What? Why? What's in Meadowlands? There's a mall called American Dream Mall, and inside this mall, Squeezer. Is a, a fabled land which we thought we'd never see again, but one has reappeared oh. and they started to colonize. A Toys R Us. A Toys R Us is an hour and a half away from us, Squeezer. I think I have no choice but to get up there. Yeah, it's a write off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would require me doing my taxes, but. <laughs> uh. 
All right, I guess. I mean, we're only 20 minutes in, but I don't have much more news to talk about. Uh, other no, I, I tend to... I, every... I'm, I'm spending my time trying to catch up on shows and stay off the internet. Feels good. Why are you staying off the internet in particular? I don't know. It's just it's an angry place. Oh, I don't... I mean, that depends where you go, Squeezer. Huh. It does. Yeah, no, I know. But I, I see no anger because I don't go on anything that tells you anything important. <laughs> they moved They moved Morbius back again. It tries to again. trick you. Morbius is no longer coming out in January. It's moved back to April, I believe. Just hoping to get a better theater run. Yeah, Spider-Man made so much fucking money. <laughs> They're like, oh, well, we're moving this back. we got to make more money. Sony's really having a banner year in a in a pandemic with uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, and seventy five percent of the gate from uh, Spider Man. That's a pretty good haul for them. Uh, but uh, let's start talking about toys from R rated franchises. Uh, did you know what uh, video game music was playing at the top of the show, Squeezer? No, I was trying to. I. It was from one of the NES R-rated NES games based on an R-rated movie that we're not talking about. Oh, okay. Uh, wait. Was it The Untouchables? RoboCop. Ah! Yes. You were like, there's only two. And right away I was like, that can't be true <laughs> because I played more than two. I played Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th. Oh, I didn't say there were only two. I just Those were the ones I just wrote down that I could. Oh. Yeah, and then I was like, huh, there are way more. Because I wanted one that we weren't talking about. And uh, aside from the two we're talking about, I guess Conan the Barbarian was rated R? Uh, the first one, yeah. And then by the time they got done, I think they were like PG. You, well, like, did, these are so dumb, only kids are going to go see it. Did you know Dirty Harry had an NES game? I, I saw that. I don't know why, because if it's anything like the movie, it's going to be fairly slow, actually. Uh, Rambo has an NES game, but we've talked about that, and we've talked about the Rambo toy line, I think, on the last show, right? Uh, It came up, yeah. Uh... It's coming up. It's come up multiple yeah. times. Uh, obviously the Terminator had one total recall had one, which we talked about before the untouchables had one and the blues brothers had an NES game. That's so strange. I never knew it. Like it would make it like a good fun racing game came out in 1991, 11 years after the movie. Um, all right. So, uh, let's go. I go first this week. Okay. And with that is my first pick for a toy, which isn't a toy. It's a video game. But this is a video game that wasn't on that list. We talked about it before, but we're talking about it again. This is Die Hard, the video game. I remember the first time I played this. It's so fucking confusing to figure out what you're supposed to be doing. 
Uh, there's two modes, beginner and advanced, and the only difference is advanced puts you on a random floor, where beginner, I think, always starts you on a 32nd floor. And your goal is, is like, like, if you hit pause, squeezer, you have, like, a list of bad guys you have to kill. You gotta murder. This game's about murder, squeezer. Mm -hmm. So you have to go around and basically walk in circles to avoid, like, the spray of bullets everywhere and get behind these guys and shoot them and kill them and take their soda pop and their guns. You could travel between floors uh, via the stairway uh, and the elevator and the air ducts, just like, ah, come to the coast, have a couple laughs, you know? Uh, you could get to the roof where the fire hose is there, but he won't get on it. There's a cutscene. There's a bunch of cutscenes with Carl Winslow talking to you. Uh, and the timer is based on the locks that, uh, that like really eager hacker dudes trying to unlock on that time safe. You know what I mean? Is the whole game timed? Yes. What do you mean the uh, whole game time? Like, like the no, it's not even like level level. It's like you have to beat the game in a certain amount. Yes, of time. yes, yes. You have to, you have to. Oh, there's no I levels. There's, you're in a building, and you have all these floors to get through, and you have to kill all these people and find all these secrets, um, and like pick up all these weapons and shit, and. Uh, you could like break glass, but you have like energy and you also have foot energy. So as you like walk over <laughs> glass, your foot energy goes down. And if you run, your foot energy goes down too. But you could find like, um, uh, medical, uh, uh, case, first aid kits that like restore your foot energy. But you could also like shoot the glass wall out of the side and like kill, jump out and kill yourself. Oh. Yeah. So, you, like, if you shot the glass out of the side wall and, like, jumped and, like, went through it, like, you just jumped off the building, you're dead. So, you have three lives, I think, and three continues. And the continues just leave you where you were, so technically you have nine lives to get through this. I remember the first time I did it, I'd use Game Genie codes to get, to beat this game. Is It seems like it's a bit of a learning curve at first, like, you can stumble around like an idiot for a while oh yeah just like you've... just like jurassic park kind of but a little harder like you're like what am i doing like because like if you don't know what to do right away you're just you, like you get killed instantly like because there's a there's guys you're supposed to be killing shooting you and killing you right away and if and if you don't figure out like to like walk around the bullets and like shoot that guy and kill him yeah theo's like lock one is dead han so lock one's open so like you you're like racing against the clock here to get to kill all these people and um, stop Hans Gruber from uh, um, from stealing whatever the heck he was stealing in Nakatomi Plaza, I believe. Uh, was it Bonds? Bonds, yes. Doing it in the name of terrorism, but I was just a cover. I, I like the uh, I like the cutscenes. Yeah, the cutscenes are great. It, it like forces the story along, like, and kind of gives you hints on what floor you need to go to. And uh, they're, they're, they 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 kind of have likeness close to the movie. And he talks to the cops and everything, and nothing happens. Um, like he may or may not call the cops when he's there. Like like right here, he's opening the the fire hose. He says, "I have to be desperate to tie that on and jump off." Even though he does do it in the movie. They're like, nah, it's not going to do it in a video game because we don't have the <laughs> graphics that can support that. This is a top-down. And it's pretty good for top-down. I like the whole whole idea of his feet energy and his energy. Yeah, was, you got to find a gimmick for something. Yeah. You can't just <clears throat> going through, you like, they, make it a little they, bit different. They, you watch this and you're like, they saw the movie. 
Yeah. And okay. like, if you saw the movie, you 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 could follow along with what's going on here. Like it's the, not like the guys that made Back to the Future. They clearly did not see the movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give them that. Uh, so this is a fun. Um, I, I would say have some game genie codes. Oh, also you could shoot what he just did. You could shoot vending machines to get sodas out of it, to get your energy up. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it goes when you hit start. It shows you how many crooks you have left to kill. Your feed energy, your regular energy. Uh, I would say, as far as if, if you've never played this and you're a diehard fan, get some game genie codes, get a walkthrough together, because uh, it's easy. Get an, fired up on your emulator or get the cartridge somehow. <laughs> Is there a game genie code that either extends or? ends the time limit so I can just go and do my thing. There's, I'm sure there is, yeah. Because I'm a, I'm a stroller. In my yeah, game. you're a stroller I, in real life, too. Ow. That... I have feelings, you know? <laughs> you're supposed to say, no, that's not true. I mean, no, that's not true. Thank you. Yeah. You strolled down to Unclaimed Freight just, today. That that just, that just came out so quick and hurtful. <laughs> ah, the vitriol there. That was very caustic. Whew. Yeah, usually you're the one who's caustic. <laughs> yeah, well. I'm rubbing off on you. Sorry, Squeezer. Or you're rubbing off on me, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, what, what, what is that? The, what am I doing? I'm, uh... Bad influence. Shedding. I'm shedding. I'm shedding. No, you're, you're viral shedding. Yeah. I'm viral shedding my, my caustic I could just attitude. use your line and say it's just things I say to myself in the mirror after I get out of the shower. I'm using it on you. Uh, you you wake up every morning, look in the mirror, and go, ugh, you stroller. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it was a nice walk. Yeah. I would have gone with you, but I had a boatload of paperwork to do, and I hate paperwork. It's fine. I mean, it, uh, I get it. I had nothing to do, I guess. <laughs> backhanded little... Uh. No, I really didn't want to go with you. No, I, I get it. Yeah. Maybe you come with me. Next time, we'll just go all the way down, and we'll go in and just check out couches again. Okay, we'll sit on some couches. Entertainment. Yeah, it's, it, it's nice, because it's, like it, it's ten minutes to get there. They'll be like, look you at know? this handsome couple. We're going to sell them a couch. Yeah. Why, We're why is selling... everyone so out of breath? The parking lot's not that big. <laughs> I, I mean, are you t I'm, I'll probably be just as out of breath as you right now. I'm out of shape. Well, it was cold. It was kind of cold, so you're like you're breathing and. Like, yeah, we gotta that, use and you're this. You're walking along. You're literally walking on the other side of the fence of the highway, so you're just breathing great dust. Oh yeah, we gotta use this uh, this winter to get back in shape, Squeezer. I already started. All I gotta do is I'm not going crazy. I'm not gonna squeezer it and like go all in mm. in like oh like three weeks and then just crash and completely go to shit because that's what happened this time around mm -hmm. but i'm just taking it easy just filling my uh you know filling my circles and uh you know just get a nice base going okay not drinking as much as much um i only got three beers here tonight yeah so. i mean rome wasn't built in the day squeezer <clears throat> No, but apparently Rome got very fat in like six months. So. <laughs> All right, well, that is my first pick, Squeezer. That's, is that something you say to yourself in the mirror? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what are you lying? I, I, oh, you fucking Coliseum. <laughs> Here is Mr. Handsome. And sweet. like the Coliseum, I'm retaining water.
Yeah, but you are you're fresh and and youthful. You're not dilapidated and used yet. Yet. Here is your first R-rated toy for the second show. Again. Again. Terminator now programmed to protect. He's the ultimate weapon against evil. I'm power arm Terminator. But evil T-1000 can take any form. You're no policeman. You're right. Fire. No problemo. Take this. You're finished. Not a chance. Now I'm a different Terminator. I'm Techno Punch. Hasta la vista, baby. Terminator. I'll be back. He stole separately. This kid in the commercial squeezer? Yeah. Sounds like Ned Flanders when he's like a bad kid before he gets spanked. <laughs> I, I now I'm this, this guy. Now I'm this guy. <laughs> uh, I picked this one in particular because the acting in this one was above and beyond. Like yeah. this might have they did a lot of uh Terminator two toy commercials. Really? Um yeah, there were there, there was a good number of them. Because they had to get the word out because it, there wasn't you had the movie, yeah, and then you had the toys, and there was no other. They're trying to spread the word to kids that these toys are out there. Like, yeah, kids see Terminator and they want to go see it, but there wasn't that cartoon, sure, um, to go along with it. And I should have done since, that. Oh, it would have been great. Yeah, I, I mean, or not, it would end up like RoboCop or Chuck Norris or. It would have been an, and then it would have had some awful Arnold imitator. Yeah. As the Terminator. Um, Come with me if you want to live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that it's probably better than than it would have been. Mm. Um, but what, what what's special about this line? And I was thinking about this, is that there's no, their thought process at Kenner was, no kid is Left gonna behind. see the movie. Okay. So we can do whatever the hell we want. Now, granted, they with Batman, they just, you know, all right, let's just do it anyway. But they just made up other characters. So there were multiple lines of the Terminator stuff. Um, I don't think Kenner really gave a shit if people saw the movie or not, because they did that with fucking everything. Yeah, well, like, yeah, there's no, like, how many different Batmans, yeah, every time. Yeah. But... Um. Yeah, but they just made stuff up to exist. Well, I guess they did it with Batman. So yeah, I guess it doesn't really matter. But uh, they made a, the Cyber Grip villain. Uh, he looks like something out of more of a RoboCop-ish um, figure. So they they came up with this this Future Wars line, which is kind of like their extended universe, mm-hmm. if you will. Um. Where they just had extra molds lying around for something, mm-hmm. and they they started to go full motu on this. I'm like, oh, we let's have a guy with a claw and some uh, wires and hoses coming out of his face. That'll be cool. Yeah, he looks cool. kind of evil. Um, you have some big skull-looking droid-like guy. Have lasers shooting out of his freaking skull. Yes, uh, chromium. It's very uh, Art Deco-ish kind of uh, evil. And then uh, what is scarier than a Terminator, like a regular Terminator skeleton? Mm-hmm. A gold uh, Terminator, because that would be fucking terrifying. Oh, yes, I like this. Does it come in gold? It, it, it does. 
Oh, yes. Very good. It does. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, this was like. When I try to go outside of the lines, <laughs> that's when I fuck up Dr. Evil. Uh, the, the pinnacle of, like, in, in my mind, R rated toy lines. Because at least, like, Aliens, they tried to make a uh, cartoon out of it. They were going to try. The Terminator, just like, shit, we got the Terminator. Yeah, but make Terminator all the different alien, like, ba- aliens based on, like, animals were fucking cool. Like, oh, they were. It's like Michael P.S. Hayes working for Kenner. I got nothing to yeah. deal. Let's make a rhinoceros alien. <laughs> um, shit. And they did, and it was awesome. Dude, dude, dude. Let's make the uh, Terminator skeleton gold. <laughs> Put forks and knives all over it. I, I think the the alien toy line could have could have standed on its own. Yeah, it, it, no, expanded. it did stand on its it, own. It, it, it was. Yeah. I did not at that point see alien or aliens, and I was like obsessed with that toy line. I'd go to Lenko and just stare at all the different aliens on the box and the queen, and just in my mind create like a world where these uh, like the zoo of, of xenomorphs. I didn't even know they were xenomorphs. It's just like oh, this is. Rhinoceros, this is the praying mantis alien. Do, do, do. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I saw it before or after. Because I saw aliens earlier than I should have. I saw aliens uh, before I saw Alien, and I wasn't sure it was a horror movie. And then I saw Alien, and I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> this is horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, same. I saw aliens first and then alien. But I saw aliens a lot younger than I, I should have. Probably I was... I saw a lot Maybe. of movies a lot younger than I should have. Uh, Eleven. I mean, I, I fuck. It gave me nightmares. But then I loved it. Like I, I got over it. I'm like, this is so awesome. I want this. And then uh, it was one of those Christmas hauls. I got all my alien stuff the one year because uh, KB. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they were there, and that, that's where mom did all the Christmas shopping because you can just. And that was the best because she would just get everything. Yeah, you get you the know, whole line like, oh, for 40 you bucks. One, you got the whole line, and you were done. Mm-hmm. And that's how Terminator was to me, too. I got the Battle Damage Terminator, the Blaster T-1000, uh, the Exploding T-1000, uh, Secret Weapon Terminator, Techno Punch Terminator, the Motorcycle. Uh, I think that's... Oh, and then Power Arm Terminator. Those were the ones that um, I all had. That was like the big Christmas haul that one year, and she probably got everything for like thirty bucks. Um, but it was a it was a fun line. Um, Did you ever have that that flesh regenerating kit thing? Uh, no. I uh, wanted that so bad. Know. Yeah, I'd see that in like action toy guides I've, and be I've like, I need that. <laughs> um, I always thought it was cool because the kid. I, I'm sure I talked about this in the last show, but the kid that lived, the, his grandparents lived next to my grandparents, and like he would be over playing with his toys. He was a little older than me, and he had all the Terminator stuff, and I thought it was the coolest. And then, um, and then our our friend, our mutual friend Adrian, he had the uh, graphic novel, graphic novelization of the movie, and that was my first time like getting into it and i i read that i think it was with alien that i actually it was the first time i saw um alien adrian introduced me to a lot of movies actually that's a good point yeah he uh 
He showed me uh he showed me Braveheart for the first time. We wept together. Aw. Mm-hmm. My brother watched because it's out on digital. He watched uh Ghostbusters Afterlife and I'm like, Did uh, you get any dust in your eye at the end there? He's like, No, the cat cried, I didn't. Like, sure, likely oh. story. Likely story. All right. Uh, any more on T2 line here? Uh, no, just it deserves to be mentioned right away because there's uh, yeah. All right, prepare, basis for my... Prepare, Squeezer. Why take you down the rabbit hole of mm-hmm. the Max FX toy line? Lights, camera, action! There's a man called Max, he's in his special effects, special effects. Hey, Fred, thought you were dead, put your face on, Jason. Special effects, special effects. Going werewolf to the caveman, look so fine like Frankenstein. Special effects, special effects. Dracula, spectacular. Coming soon, creature from the Black Lagoon. Watch out, my man coming out of your tummy. Yuck! The alien, get your hands on the man called Max. He's got special effects, special effects. Max FX costumes, figures, and special FX theater, each sold separately. New from Matchbox. Yeah, you think Max FX? I did not realize it was a toy line. I thought it was one figure that was like this regular guy that you put like Freddy outfits on. He was about like six or seven inches tall, and it came in uh, maybe like a square 10 by 10 box. Oh, I don't have you potted up. Sorry, Squeezer. Oh. Um, do you remember this toy? No. How, Max FX? M-A-X-X-F-X. Oh, M-A-X-X. Let me see. I remember seeing it at Kitty City a Liquidated when I was a kid. And I'd be like, Mom, that's Freddy Krueger. And she's like, yeah, I don't know why there's a toy of Freddy Krueger. And they also had dolls, the Freddy Krueger talking doll, which I was originally going to talk about. And then I was like, oh, this figure. I, I, and I see him at toy shows all the time. But what's crazy, it was it was made by toy designer uh, Mel Bernkrat. And he had this whole idea to uh, make this, this character out of 12-inch figures that um it wasn't uh, that w- that was like a a uh, a a superhero that uses movie magic and movie effects as his like superhero um he began as max miracle the master oh, it's like mysterio well yeah mysterio but it didn't wear like a dome thing <laughs> Like Mysterio dressed like that and used like effects to trick people and like sure. rob banks. This guy was like the good version of Mysterio. Gotcha. And, and he was like a master. Like, like instead of like he put on the Wolfman costume and he'd get the powers of the Wolfman. Essentially. Ooh, I like that. And his original name was Max Miracle, master of makeup and special effects. And he traveled in this movie van, Squeezer. Uh, and I forget. I found out who his little buddy's name was who ran the camera. It was like uh, uh, Squeezer. Yeah, he was like a squeezer. He was this little tiny guy. Uh, and he was made up on, on old, like, uh, 12-inch G.I. Joe dolls or something. And he was meant to be in 12-inch form. Um, 
and he sculpted this on uh, his yeah his body doubles were GI Joes, and he sculpted it to be like uh, oh like Universal monsters, but they different enough that they don't have to license them. And Freddy Krueger was actually one of the ones because he figured like you'd use modern licenses. So Freddy Krueger was one of the original ones he decided to adapt. And if you look at the original model, same with Jason, these were really cool. And I'm like, oh, these would have been really cool uh, figures. And uh, the, the the pictures are all on his website, uh, Mel, M-E-L-B-I-R-N-K-R-A-N-T.com. Uh, he uh, shows like all his original models of the... Uh, marvelous miracle max uh and the okay so minicam was his little guy uh hold on squeeze i'm gonna send you a picture oh mac oh you can look him up minicam. Uh, I, I, I doubt you'll find him it's very obscure i get like little mini cameras in his van here you go so oh that's a sweet ass van yeah yeah his Max Miracles uh, Miracle Productions van, and he has like a jib crane on uh, on the roof, and that's Minicam with his his cam. He was the cameraman. Uh, wow, that's it's uh, not ca- far off. Yeah, it kind of looks like you there. Does kind of look like me. This pint-sized cameraman is Max's sidekick and assistant, armed with his combination movie camera and weapon. He records all of Max's actual crime-fighting exploits and later edits them into feature films. No wonder the special effects look so real. Minicam is a master of makeup in his own right and often gets into the action when fantastic creatures of small stature are needed. <laughs> oh, shit. So some of the features of the movie van were it was a storage case for Max, the minicam, and all their uh, makeup cassettes. The compact movie studio with special sound and lighting effects. Holds 12 makeup cassettes with additional space for movie paraphernalia, scenery, and props. The camera boom on top of the van extends in any direction. Boom seat holds mini cam for aerial shots and removable when camera boom doubles as missile firing laser cannon. Sick! Yeah, I know. You know I, do I you wish know how I... many times I'm running camera and pretending I have, like, it's a missile firing laser cannon? Yeah, I know, right? That's the dream. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah. What up, Dan? I got a laser cannon. <laughs> Passenger side of the van opens to become mobile mini movie studio. Traveling backdrop scenes roll out to provide atmospheric setting for all kinds of movies. Uh, he really thought of everything. Like, like this was... Here, here I'll send you this picture here. What it, what it turns into. Little, little fucking Fresnel lights with uh, uh, Barney's on them. And... Uh, and, uh, mm. and uh, Hey, I got a fashion oh, It's pretty sick. Oh, I would have loved this. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wow, those stands are legit. Yeah. So, um... I mean, you should spread the legs more, but, you know, we'll let it slide. <laughs> yeah, right. Those Jesus are going to follow Christ, and kill gonna... someone. Yeah. So, Matchbox came along and bought Max. The problem was Matchbox had a warehouse of six-inch action figures they bought off of Mego from going bankrupt. So they immediately turned the 12-inch Max into the 6-inch Max. And then they licensed all the Universal Monsters to use their real likenesses. They licensed Xenomorph. They licensed Jason. They licensed everything. Like, there was going to be, like, ridiculous versions of all this. And the commercial I played for you kind of shows all these versions of, of Max and his movie magic creation. But there were these now 12-inch Mego figures. I'm sending you all the uh, Max FX. 
pictures. And you, this was this all stemmed from you with you were looking for the Freddy figure, the, the Freddy doll. Like, how did you just stumble across this? Uh, just wow. Yeah, just last night when I was up here bored out of my mind. These are cool. Like this, this is the the stuff that the Matchbox came out with, and they were gonna release. Uh, I'll put this all on radiers.com so you could look at There's it. There's a lot of detail in these guys. Yeah. Yeah. These would have cost a fortune. Um, they really weren't. Um but 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 then the first one they put out was this one. Uh Freddy from a Nightmare on Elm Street. They put out they decided to put out but but like Matchbox jumped the gun. Uh, and the problem was they put out the talking Freddy doll first because of the Pee Wee Herman doll, because of the Beetlejuice doll, because of the fucking Ed Grimley doll, because of all the Urkel doll, all the dolls. They had to put out a Freddy doll because they're the like... The Pee Wee doll. It, was, it all stemmed from the Pee Wee doll. Yeah, it was the same scale, same like cloth, soft soft cloth, soft effects body with the, the pull string and the, and the hard plastic head squeezer. Mm-hmm. And he talked. Now... Who would want to take a child murdering uh, a serial killer who kills kids in their sleep to bed with them? Um, I I I do know the answer to this. Who? You? Yeah, absolutely. But um, like parents freaked out and they're like, "What? But, the no, f- I'm not even Freddy. You did it with your penguin doll." Oh yeah, fuck yeah! I had I still have I have a replica right there. He's looking at me right now. I fucking love that penguin. I will murder all of Gotham's freshborn, just like I was left alone to die for my parents. I'll show her my French flipper trick. <laughs> I love how he was a pervert in that movie. <laughs> yeah, oh, Dan DeVito was the best. So you look at this kid, it's, it comes with Max, he looks like his clothes are on backwards. Um, and then he, he, he could quick change into to Freddy. Yeah, well, after that doll was released, this came out, and the, the parent, like, there was like, like, you know, it was a, a vocal, very vocal minority, but it just killed the line altogether. And nah. what could have been yeah. this, the second picture I'm sending you, and all because they, they jumped the gun on the Freddy. If they would have released it as, hey, he's just a bad guy in this line of... Yeah, if they would have released fighting. the Universal Monsters first, I don't know. I don't know if that would have picked up, because I don't know how popular they were. But but um, I don't know. It could have been, been a pretty cool toy line, but it was dead on the vine. And that's the story behind Max. F- and you could go to the website of the man who designed this all, Mel... Uh, Burncrant and um, his website, and he's got the whole story of Max FX and all these pictures I'm sending Squeezer. I'll link to all this on radiers.com tonight. So when you're listening to this, you could go on and look at this disaster for yourself. Yeah. I found this last yeah. night and I was like, holy shit. That's, I, I think that's so cool. I would have personally preferred it as like a five and five eight six inch, you know. Yeah, I prefer, I prefer the size that they released instead of the, and the 12 inch one they were going to release. Yeah. I think I think the Mego thing turned out to be serendipitous for them. It just it just didn't work out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's move on. Squeezer. The Irish crickets. That's when you open a beer squeezer. You're supposed to do it in the mic and say Irish crickets. 
Irish crickets. Yeah. It's from Victory the Podcast. Ah. Here's your second pick. Speaking of Kev- Kevin Dillon, ah, he's the one who says Irish crickets on Victory. Ah, and he's in this movie. Is he? Kevin Dillon, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, Matt Dillon's brother, Kevin Dillon, drama, Johnny drama. Yeah, oh, oh. that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, that everyone was so like young in this movie. Like you don't even Johnny Depp's in it. Yeah. Um, Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen's in it. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Cox. Yeah, yeah, he's Dr. really good. Doctor Cox in is it. the best. And O'Neill, Sergeant O'Neill, is like my favorite character. Um, no, uh, drama tells a lot of stories on Victory of training in the in the jungle for with with. Did you watch Entourage? I did. Do you know when they're training to to use the Aquaman like? scuba dive gear uh, it's been so long I watched it when it first came out that guy I... on the beach with them is the guy who actually trained all of them to live in the jungle and it was like boot camp training like the new oh, like, shit. like the like when someone come on the set F and fucking new guy FNC FNG or whatever mm-hmm. they have to, they have to like ignore him and everything they treat it like actual boot camp nice uh I mean, it looked like misery I mean look the the, the whether the accuracy is right, like the spirit, like the misery and despair is all there. And just the horror. I think you get that right. And it, it translates well into a video game. The pain, the suffering, the stress, the horror, the the, the lost in the jungle, the frustration. Um, after playing this game... Uh, you too go on a journey to recover your soul, hmm. uh, just like uh, Chris Tyler. Um, yeah, it, it's rough. Um, I I had it my second, so I had it, and I now I don't have it. I don't know what happened. I I had a lot of NES games, then I didn't, then I had them again, then I didn't. Now I have some. Um, I I think I probably sold this one off at like a yard sale or traded in because it was so frustrating to me and I had no idea how to play it. Similar to like uh, how like Die Hard had a curve, Uh, Platoon had a curve, and it was also just hard as shit, Um, and 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 just mean. It was a mean game. It did not like you Uh, because. There are some cool aspects to it down the road uh, as you get into the gameplay. Because if you know what to do and you can, you're any good, it's not a very long game. If you don't know what the hell you're doing and you suck like I did, it, you can't get past the first level, which is a uh, semi-third isometric, like not necessarily side-scroller because you're moving front to back. So there's paths in these bushes that you can move through in in the jungle. And the idea is you have to find the bombs in the village, and then you have to blow up a bridge. But there's trip mines, and there's also guys that jump out of the ground. 
There's guys that jump out of trees. And it's just... The controls are rough. Mm. Controls are very rough. Not responsive at all. And God forbid you throw a grenade. Um, I'm pretty sure you got at least 30 seconds before anything happens. And when you do hit the button, it's like your character goes into animation and you're just a sitting duck. In which case, you're dead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, however, if you can get past... I didn't know this until today when I had to look this up because I wanted to talk about it. Um, I'm like, there has to be more than the misery that I went through playing this game. And apparently there is. So after you get through that jungle level in the maze, you then have a map and you go into a tunnel under a village. And now you are in a first person mode crawling through a tunnel, shooting guys as they pop up at you, and you have to find flares as you're going through the tunnel and using the map to get your way through this maze. It looked pretty cool, because now it's like... It's almost like... uh, I don't know. It seems similar to, like, visually, uh, like, deja vu, but if you were actually walking through that environment. Okay. Or, or in this case, um, uh, shit, what was the one in the tunnels? Uh, the medieval one that they did. Oh, uh, I cannot. Sh- uh, Shadowgate. Shadowgate, yeah. Imagine like Shadowgate, but first person, and like, or like you're actually moving through it, and there's actually sway to your gun. Like as you're walking, your like cursor is moving back and forth, and you quick have to snap it up and shoot the guy when he pops up at you, and that goes on for a while, and then eventually you get out, and now. You're in a pillbox, and it's reminiscent of the scene at night when he's, like, in the poncho in the rain, and they have the firefight. Right. Now you're in a pillbox, and guys are popping up, and you have to just... It's a survival mode. So this game wasn't just this mean, hard, semi-side-scroller that you had to explore. There was more to it. The problem was, I don't know how many people got to enjoy and explore the rest of the game, because the first part was so hard and convoluted and, and... I don't know, I was going to say difficult, but that also means hard. Um, (laughs) When you survive that... They're not always synonyms. (laughs) Is that a candy? (laughs) Once you survive that, then you go to, like, an overhead view where now you have to make your way um, through the jungle again, and you have to use the compass to get where you're going because you had to collect all this stuff. Uh, and then the game ends with their final boss. Do you know who the final boss is at the game? Who? Barnes. Oh, well, yeah. You get to fight Tom Berenger. Yeah. And you have to uh, lob grenades. I mean, what <laughs> video game? That right there. Was this there, Tom Berenger? When, when did he develop his, his coke and whore problem? Was this? This uh, was right around then, right? I, he had to, I, He's I, probably I, unstoppable. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's like a game genie of life. Um. And then, yeah, so you lob a bunch of grenades at him. You blow up Tom Berenger. And not that I want to hurt Tom Berenger, but to battle Tom Berenger in a video game sounds awesome to me. And in this case, you get to do it. I'm bummed that I never got to actually enjoy the other aspects of this game. Um, And then... uh, It ends with... It actually has a cool cutscene similar to, like, the the animation... um, of um like Ninja Gaiden, like the, the they letterbox it. Um and 
the, the, it's the end sequence. You see, like, uh, Charlie Sheen's, you're getting on the helicopter. They're taking you off. Uh, Ra's character's there, like, doing the, like, pounding his chest with the with his rifle. Like, like doing his raw thing, like he does at the end. And then you give him a little fist pump as you fly away with the music. The music is, I think, really good in it. I think the music, I, I listened to a whole bunch of it while I was doing other prep for the show. I just let it play in the background. Uh, it, it's cool. And, like, the ending sequence is cool. It's just, it, it bugged me that it, I, I feel like they, it did it a disservice by making that first part so goddamn hard. Um, but, yeah, uh, Platoon. My, my my argument, too, is, like, it's... Uh, Does Willem Def- argue- is Willem Dafoe the one who fights Barnes? Uh, no, no. You you fight him as Char- Charlie Chris? Sheen. As Chris? Chris yeah. Taylor? Yeah. But don't, doesn't Elias and uh, Barnes hate each other? They hate each other, but it's when Elias comes out of the woods and he sees Barnes uh, there and Barnes shoots him. Yeah. That's, yeah. So there was no, really no, Barnes just guns him down. Um, but, yeah, it was... Uh, a very it's not a kid friendly you know theme really it's kind of dark especially like with the guys like jumping out and it, i i guarantee you like the graphics aren't fantastic but if you had veterans that were to play that game i guarantee you some of them would be probably freaked out by it okay um yeah platoon's fucked up and that's all For based on oliver stone's time in uh, vietnam yeah, no, it, it's truly misery, mm-hmm. much like that first level. All right, uh, shall we continue? Uh, let's shall. There we go. Police Academy. Kenner presents Police on Patrol, starring the cadet set and featuring the loudmouth bullhorn and handcuffers. Here come our heroes. Uh-oh, jewel thief, and they're off. To the wrong man. Yeah, says the crook. Get him. The crook is cornered. Let's give him a big hand, they say. Case closed. Oh, no. These cops are all wet. Finally, a squirt for this squirt. Police Academy, each so separately. Ah, the Police Academy toys. The role-playing toys. Uh, this was based... Uh, Police Academy was rated R, the first movie. Mm-hmm. But just like... Conan the Barbarian, they quickly realize that this is just some kid shit. Uh, I had a lot of my between my brother and I, we had almost all of these um, these fucking uh, act uh, what role playing toys as they call them. The the mm-hmm. yeah. Now uh, we the ones we didn't have squeezer were the the handcuff the handcuffers. That were handcuffs that were actually hands that you put around. I remember I'm trying to look for a picture. I yes, I remember them. I did not have them. They just it's. I had it. We had everything else though. Chris had the cadet set, which came with a billy club that was soft enough to beat me with. Oh, nice! And it came with a a a uh, walkie-talkie that was like a squ- there's a lot of squirting toys in this. That like had a line running up to the badge and the hat, but the badge was also removable that you could put on like your your shirt or something. That when you squeeze the thing, like water would come out of the the you know like like Joker's flower. 
Yeah. And you'd just use it to drink water. Um, and it had the fake police hat. Nice, nice uh, mold water. Oh, yeah. The best water. Mm. I had the wacky wallet, which I found a picture of, marked it down to 45 cents at uh, <laughs> Toys R Us. I'm not, to- yeah, Toys R Us. And the wacky wallet had, uh, uh, it was like a, a fold o- fold-over wallet that was about as quality as the Velcro wallet. And it had three uh, different, like, ID cards for all, and for six total um, characters on the cartoon. And it had and it had a plastic badge for Police Academy. Uh, there were the the loudmouth bullhorn I also had I got for Christmas, and it was a bullhorn that didn't actually have electricity, but it had one of those whistles in it. Oh, uh, like, uh, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the the gas gushers, which you talked about, were just two, like, gas grenades that had faces on it, like, laughing and crying tests, but mm-hmm. they just squirted water. Now, there was another toy I had, but I can't find it on Those were great, like, when you had Super Soaker fights. Those were, like, my two, like, uh, I would always have in my back pocket if you ran out. Just quick pull that out and give it a squeeze. It was like a, like that little ankle yeah. pistol. Yeah, that's true. There was also this kit, which uh, I'm looking for that we we had. Oh, the order enforcer. Here it was. And this was like, it was just like a, it came with police line, uh, like a ticket book. Um, It was just, it was garbage, but... It was fun garbage. What kind of garbage you wanted to play with as a kid? Uh, there was like those little cards you put around a crime scene that folded out and it said like, beware, danger zone, stick out process, warning, contaminated zone, hazardous smell of dirty laundry. You know, cute toys like that. Do you think these were ever sold? That anyone ever paid these at full price? Yeah, I think, I think my, I don't know for sure. But I thought my parents bought them for me at full price. Like every time you see a picture online now, it's like marked down. But I just chalked that up to people. People bought them to save them. Um, you know, back then. But uh, when we were kids, we wanted to open, buy them, and play it, play with it. So the order enforcer came with the barricade tape, warning signs, and the joke tickets. And like that first Christmas, we got these. Like we'd have all our family over Christmas, and we were writing joke tickets to everybody. We like used the whole ticket book, and then we could recollected <laughs> them back, so we could reuse them. But uh, yeah, the police academy role playing toys were a lot of fun. I never had the action figures. You talked about the action figures in the last show. We yeah. never had them. We were more into the role playing toys because Chris wanted to be a cop, but I just like they were kind of asshole toys, like that bullhorn. Yeah, clown toys, clown school toys. Yeah, and it's like uh, a slide whistle. And it's not like uh, I didn't graduate to my full clown. Now I have a bullhorn <laughs> which is. I could talk to my little squeezer on. Oh. oh, I could use some caution tape to put around squeezer if I ever get to see him again. We're gonna need to rope off the area because there will be some contamination. Oh. Oh. How was your How was your holiday? Someone call hazmat. There's been a chemical spill. 
Uh, my holidays were okay. I just was avoiding the coronavirus. Everyone talks about the coronavirus. I said that I've got all my shots and I'm ready for you, Squeezer. You could come give me the virus if you want. Or you could come give me your own inoculation. That's up to you, though, sweetheart. I, I'm not, no pressure here. I'm not, I don't want to get me tooed. Well, it was good. Uh, you know, uh, I just made a whole bunch of food in hopes that you'd come over and eat. And, you know, I threw it all out because you didn't come over. And then, you know, uh, I celebrated New Year's by making more food in hopes you'd come over and eat. And I had a whole dress and an ensemble and a dance ready for you. But yeah, I threw it all out again. Oh, uh, like a nice flapper outfit. Yeah, I wore my same one from the 1922 New Year's. Oh, it would have looked so good on the floor next to your clothing. Oh, I, I should have come over. I wasn't doing anything. Mrs. Well, Squeezer was asleep by 9.30. I sat and I played video games and watched. I followed... Uh... Who, who put... Was it Joseph? I don't want to give credit to take it away. I, I ended up... I did watch Goodfellas and timed it out... Uh... Right when he kills the right poor he, gentleman he, on the floor and offers, yeah, yeah. Oh, and says he's sorry he got it dirty. I want to get yeah. your floor dirty. I wouldn't apologize, though. All right, well, I got to go. I'm making food, but I'm still hoping you're going to come over tonight. A whole tray of Rice Krispie treats. Well, we're... Well, we're... Hmm. All right, I got to go, sweetheart. I miss you. And when I heard you were talking about R-rated toys, I thought the show was going to be a lot more exciting, if you know what I mean. I do know what you mean, and that's disgusting, but thank you. Well, another letdown. Okay, well, bye, everybody. I gotta go. Once a clown, always a clown. Oh, she's, she is something special. She is. Uh, I want to I answer some... Uh... Uh, Joe is asking, Squeezer, where are these people that you speak of now? And, oh uh, shit! I've been not paying attention to any of the. Uh, did Todd have T two toys? Todd did not have any T two toys. Um, the kid next to—I have no idea what happened to my grandparents. Oh, my brother's neighbors. here. Kid. What? Yeah, Chris is here. Oh. he's been tall. He's holding court. Um, uh, I have no idea what happened to that kid. Uh, Todd did not have any T two toys. Todd had some Mo two though, but I never got to play with him. Um. Uh, what else? The, oh, uh, the kid that introduced me to aliens uh, was my friend Jay, and he is now a uh, uh, Capitol Police officer in D.C. Um, and who else? I don't know. Well, th- would you, we talk about our mutual friend Adrian? You know where Adrian is. I don't know where he's he, at. He no, went back know. to God. He was yeah, raised a Jehovah Witness. Uh, he broke out. That's when he became friends with me. <laughs> And then we he went back to to God and well I, I lost that probably, fight. I lost for the best. I won plenty of fights with God and that one I lost. Wow. What is someone making fun of Chris for following the rules? He was a rule follower as a kid. Chris, if you're on, do you remember being little dickholes with uh, uh police academy role playing toys that Christmas and then subsequently you beating me with the nightstick? <laughs> It was soft enough to beat your little brother with. It's like they knew, right? I mean, that's what it is. It's a club. Yeah, and they like, say it on the on the package. They're like soft enough to beat a <laughs> beat your Irish brother with. 
So it's called. Do a... you think? Do you think when they made fun noodles like pool noodles, like the float, like they thought, oh, kids are just going to use these as swords? I mean, I guess they assume that they're always just going to hit someone with them. So. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Probably. Uh, but that's Police Academy. Squeezer, I'm interested to hear what you got for us next. Oh yeah, this is uh, th- this one. W- this was interesting to me. This is, I learned something. Right. Something, something. Something, something. Here comes evil on wheels. Survive, drive. For farmer, mean motorized madness with powerful weapons, rugged battle armor, and the evil metal face. Hit the secret switch and shift into three forward speeds, neutral, and three speeds in reverse. Evil never had it so good. The bomber, batteries not included, new from Tonka. Evil never had it so good. From Tonka. So, from Tonka. Alright, so everyone's gonna be like, Squeezer, I've never heard of a Steel Monsters R-rated movie. No, I never have. No, no, I haven't either. But, if you can connect the dots, and you look at these toys... I never heard of Steel Monsters, so... No, I hadn't either. This was... I stumbled across these. Apparently, there were write-ups in the past. There's blogs and stuff. There's YouTube videos. They do look like... People knew these existed. Um... I never had them. If you guys listening have, let us know, either in the chat or on the Instagram, that, yes, these existed. I had them. And hopefully I remember um, to tell Squeezer you had them. Yeah. And I check. I just don't have anything to say. Um, but these are a complete ripoff or inspired thereof of the Mad Max series. So, and particularly Mad Max 2. Because uh, Mad Max 1 is really not that fun. Man, it's a slow movie. There's even a Lord Humongous. Really dark. Oh, my God, yeah. It's a spitting image. Um, yeah, uh, that's... Uh, what was his name? Uh, Metalhead? Metalface. Yes. Yeah. He is, Metalface is clearly uh, Lord Humongous. Um, where's the other... Uh, where's the other guy? Uh, the Punk... Who is uh No Metal Face got... was Metal Face was the punk. No no Met, no Metal Face Metal Face was the punk. I'm looking at him on card right now. He was a mar- Marauder Lieutenant and he was the punk. No, Metal Face is Lord Humongous. <sighs> These got so I was trying to figure this out. It's very Stuff got mixed up. They moved stuff around. There, there wasn't much consistency in this line. And it didn't last long. Uh, Lord Humongous. Uh, Metal Face was Lord Humongous. Because it's kind of like the Destro-looking dude. Yeah, that's... But, but, then, but look, I'm looking at a mint on-card guy, and he says... Here, I'll send it to you. Because I'm looking... I look at other packs, and I see... I mean, there's, it could be a miscard, but hold on, I can't even, now I can't find it. God damn it. Got too many tabs open. All right, continue going on. I'll send you what I have. All right. Yeah, so Metal metal Face is Lord Humongous. I mean, it only makes sense because he's got a metal oh, face. Air, it's an error. Yep, sorry. It's an error. Oh, okay. No, oh, good. Thank punk, you. Punk Metal Face. Uh, it's Punk yeah. Metal Face New Sealed Error Steel Monsters. Uh, oh, that's, that, God, that's going to be more valuable than anything. 250 bucks. Damn. Um, 
Chasing Plastic has a Steel Monsters vehicle here right now. Which one do you have? That is amazing. So, um, and then Punk is, is clearly um, uh, Wes, who was the lieutenant of the bad guys in the movie. He's the guy with the mohawk yeah. and the shoulder pads and stuff like that. And, and uh, the, the road warrior guy. Right. Um, I mean, other than that, the other characters are kind of like, you know, irrelevant. I don't know where they got their inspiration from. You have Tigress, who honestly her. looks like she could have come out of a Motu line. She's labeled uh, as a, sur a survivor. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so there's survivors and then there's the, the, the bad guys. Hmm. Um, and then... I don't know, like kind of like G.I. Joe rejects. I love the second run. Uh, I like this uh, guy with the big the, yellow beard. The Viking? Yeah. Yes. I, I like him <laughs> the best because it clearly, if you look at it, like the head doesn't fit the body. No. It looks very just slapped together. Because mm -hmm. um, Tonka, if you look at these closely, they're, these are Tonka trucks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um. And if you look even closer, look at some at the wheels. Uh -huh. And they're the Tonka wheels. Oh, yeah, yeah, they are the Tonka wheels, yeah. Yeah. Just repainted gray instead of yellow. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's the bomber. What's that? Uh, Chasing Plastic says he has the Jeep. I'm asking if that's the one that is the bomber. Or there's like a Jeep. The blaster? Uh, well, there's the blaster, there's the bomber, there's the top destroyer, gunner, mud dog, the greater, uh, then the half track. B, there's the steel monsters gift set, and that does come with like a smaller, like a smaller jeep. Uh, what year did but, these come uh, out? Um, eighty six. It, it was like. eighty six. Yeah. Um, so it was actually th these came out right around. Um, Beyond Thunderdome, but if you look at it, like the inspiration is clearly from uh, Mad Max Two. Yeah, uh, from uh, Road Warrior. Um, these are just really cool, and I didn't even know these existed. And I don't know how I didn't like. This seems like one of those random things where I would have had a one-off from the set of, you know. Um. Like but I, I was curious. I'm like, I'm looking for R-rated toy lines. I'm like, maybe there's one we missed. So I was just going through all my favorite R-rated movies, especially from like the 80s, early 90s, that they would have done something like this. I'm like, oh, let's try Mad Max. And then in like the 2000s, they, they issued a line. But at that point, toys, like R-rated toy lines weren't, uh, these weren't geared towards kids. You know, it was... Um, it was a collector piece at that point, you know, but the, these were strictly kids toys and, uh, oh, the enforcer. Let me look at, he says it's the enforcer. I'm going, I actually have like the, the toy catalog version. Ah, yeah. That's pretty badass. Oh, I see it. Yeah. It's a Jeep. It's a Jeep with like armored plating. It's got a corrugated steel roof. It's got machine guns on the brush guard on the front and like, machine gun turn on top that's badass why is all our guys at work have all these jeeps but no one has this i'm disappointed because when you need to go over the curb at the grocery store you need a jeep to be that jeep <laughs> life <laughs> yeah 
Well, it's because it's, it looks like all these parts would be metal. If it was made of Chinese plastic and you ordered them online and maybe then put them on it. Burn. Got them. Thanks. Um, but yes, Steel Monsters, a Mad Max ripoff slash <clears throat> inspiration. Um, I'm sure there are enough differences. I mean, they, 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 they had like these toys there, like, like, uh, the Steel Monsters Destroyer, or not the Destroyer, the, the Masher is, uh, it's a great all. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a greater that they turned into this vicious, uh, killing machine, which is actually pretty badass. And if I were in the apocalypse, that's one of the first things I would probably go for. Yeah. A greater, because you just go running over people. That's true. And put put a bunch of stacks on it. Look like the Munsters wagon. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. You got anything more on the the steel? Uh, no, no. I'm still I'm still learning about these. I I just discovered these uh, yesterday, actually. So. Well, I'm about to talk about a freaky video game next. You ready for this? Ooh, fun. Yeah, let's there get freaky. Hold on, I have to queue it up. Sorry. I don't I don't run these off my soundboard because I like to watch them. Okay, here it is. This is the SNES game for the Lawnmower Man. What? Based on the movie The Lawnmower Man that I rented <laughs> with my friend Matt. Cause we would watch we watch the Lawnmower Man on Cause like it kind of fooled you into not thinking it's a horror movie. And it's not that scary because it, it it's it you know all takes place in virtual reality. It was like one of the two VR movies that came out like in a matter of two years. That and um, um was the Michael Crichton one. Fuck, I read the book with uh, Demi Moore and Michael Douglas. Uh, disclosure. Ah, yes. Yes. But this I was... wanted to say Northern Exposure, but I knew that wasn't right. So, did you see. Have you seen La Mora Man? Uh, no. So. Uh, scary pants. It was no, originally. I know it's not scary. It was originally based on a Stephen King story, The Lawnmower Man, but Stephen King sued the studio because the finished product wasn't anything like his story. So he sued, and they still used Stephen King's Lawnmower Man on the original release uh, promos, but they got held in contempt of court and had to take it off because Steven Spielberg, uh, Stephen uh, King won. But this movie's kind of like a modern day Frankenstein. Where uh, this guy's doing these tests on uh, uh, chimpanzees to use virtual reality and these pills to make them smarter. And uh, Pierce Bronson, before he becomes James Bond, he decides to take become God. Uh, and he starts experimenting on this slow adult uh, named Job, who was, they called the lawnmower man. He was, uh, he was a slow adult who uh, did uh, landscaping. And they start putting him through it, and he doesn't use the same medicine as the chimps, you know, because he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to because aggressive, like the chimps became aggressive. But he starts becoming smarter, and he he develops like telekinesis, and uh, he can read minds and shit. 
uh, it gets really weird. And he he want, he basically wants to enter. It was like one of the, it was like the net. He's gonna enter all the phone lines. And when you hear every ring in the in the world ring at the same time, he's become one with the mainframe. <laughs> <laughs> the game's pretty cool because it's it starts uh, off um, with like cutscenes from the movie to tell like the story. And you could either be uh, uh, one of two people. Pierce Brosnan or Carla, who I forget who Carla was. So there's a guy that lets you play the guy and the girl, Dr. Angelo or Carla. Uh, and it's uh, the first stages are like a run and gun shoot 'em up that uh, kind of has like Contra ish feelings to it, but not good, you know what I mean? Okay. But then there's these other scenes where you're like in VR. And it starts like a VR maze, so you you have to like you're you see the two hands in front of you and it's first person, and you you're just you're like free it's like rail movement, so you're free floating. You just have to move through these structures, uh, and then like the third per uh, the first person becomes like a shooter. So that's pretty cool. That was pretty cool. You're like in this like VR shooter, and then it turns into this like third person rail shooter style VR game. So there's a lot going on in this game. It reminded me as a kid of Ghostbusters 2 for NES. How there's like a lot of different like stages. Like right now I'm looking at like one of the VR where you just have to get through the maze with your two hands out in front of you. And you just you move the crosshair and on the D-pad to like it was pretty easy. Uh, but it was like pretty crazy for the time and I we thought we were playing this crazy VR game. Matt and I on the on our super on my Super Nintendo. Um but uh, sales curve. Oh yeah, they did the I mean, design the, on it for THQ. Yeah, sales curve. What else? Did they make anything else? I've never even heard of it. Um, they made some stuff, but nothing I heard of. I'm not, you know, I'm not a video game expert. Coming to '88. There's also a Genesis version of this game. That uh, kind of like move faster, but didn't sound. The music is really cool in this game. That was like the best part of it. Um, you're just collecting like CD-ROMs for data and shit. <laughs> uh, but a really weird movie uh, that then uh, like you watch now, you're like, what the fuck are they talking about? That didn't really understand what the internet was. <laughs> Like the end of the movie uh, rings where they think they saved the day and all of a sudden the phone ring and the house rings and then another phone and the house rings and then another phone and the house rings and then it cuts <laughs> to black. Wait, wait. So they have separate phone lines in the house for every phone and they're accessing them at different points in time? I guess. Yeah. Mm. So. Uh, I, 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 uh, I, I want to know... I feel like we have a better... No, we don't have a better understanding. Like, what future tech is going to look like down the road. I like to think that when we place our movies in the future now, we put them far enough away that it's not. we're not going to be alive. But, like, back then, like, the future was, like, 2020. Mm. Like, oh, well, we're never going to get there. No. That's, like, 30 years from now. Yeah. You know, it's like, ugh. Here we are. Here we are. Now, I read... Uh, yesterday, last night, that Grant Morrison was hired to write a sequel to The Lawnmower Man. They basically said, make it like Lawnmower Man, but X-Men. <laughs> they wound up never using what he wrote, but Grant Morrison is a brilliant writer, one of my favorite writers, but the sequel to Lawnmower Man, I do not, would not consider brilliant in any right. 
Uh, and they never made another game. There's no sequel to the game. But the game is cool to, if you want to check out an emulator of it. It's very interesting and, and different for the time being. Your fourth pick, Squeezer. Here she is. You kill anything that has more than two legs, you get me? We get you, Starship Troopers is explosive. Get down! Wild. Sexy. An epic thrill ride. You awesome? Starship Troopers. Rated R. Opens everywhere Friday. Opens everywhere Friday. You know what? I picked this commercial because, first of all, like it's the second time they used Song 2 for a Starship Troopers trailer. But that was our equivalent, like our real-world equivalent of their propaganda movies in the film. Mm-hmm. Like when they did, like, it, I'm doing my duty or, like, they're, like, showing them, like, you know, extracting goo from one of the bugs. Like, we make it action-packed and sexy and put it to British uh, pop rock. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like it, it does an actual service to the movie that way. Mm-hmm. And and the, the toys get it completely wrong. Yes. Um, And even the commercial got it completely wrong. There's The movie is nothing like... That movie that it wasn't a fun joyride. It's a miserable experience in that film, and it was meant to be. Um, it, it's it's a parody of like people. We, we've been over this how many times about Starship Troopers? How people took it the wrong way. And it's like, oh, he supports militarism. Actually, he's from Eastern Europe and uh, against it. But anywho, what they really got wrong was uh, the. Uh, for the most part, there's one or two figures in this line that are pretty spot on, um, but they, they uh, Galoob had this, and they, they had a couple different lines. They had a, a basic action figure series, uh, and then they also had uh, some micro machine lines, um, which are kind of cool. I won't get into those because, uh, eh, well, you know, when we do R-rated Toy Story, I'm gonna bring that one up uh, and some remote control stuff. But I'm gonna go strictly action figure here. Um, and maybe mention one of the bugs. Uh, the warrior bug that they have is pretty badass. Where, um, with aliens, they're the aliens were so cool, but the real aliens, like in the movie, were a little bit bigger, so maybe the scale wasn't exactly right there. I would say, like, the alien queen for the action figures would be scaled with like a regular warrior alien, um, and then the alien queen would be much bigger of course other than that there it's near as perfect as you can get but this warrior bug uh is like nine inches it's a big it's like vehicle size mm-hmm. um it runs on three batteries which at christmas who doesn't love digging up a bunch of uh, three what size batteries uh take oh this will be a fun game guess what size battery the warrior bug takes c nope D. Nope. Triple Think real pain in the ass. <laughs> Nine volts. No, even like 
Imagine like running out to the store to get batteries for your kid's warrior bug for Christmas. To take watch batteries? AG13s or the equivalent of an LR44 watch battery. Wow. Three of them. What a pain in the ass. Yeah, really. <laughs> and it probably eats them in like a week. Oh, I guarantee you. No t- yeah, because it's not like there's an on-off switch. Right. Um, And from what I understood, when you move it around and pose it, it actually moves the battery compartment around. <clears throat> and sometimes it triggers the effects or it like creates an air gap. Or, so I'm guaranteeing it's like shorting it out and just draining the battery constantly. Um, other than that, other than that, the, the figure itself is really cool. The colors are spot on. Uh, the scale is is there, um, and the articulation, like it, all the joints move and stuff, and it, the details actually pretty damn good uh, for like that price point of a toy, um, and and not like some people are like oh the details not there. I'm like yeah, but it's not like the uh, this like a collector item that you would get on like Entertainment Earth. It's it was a toy, and for the toy, it is a horrifying, really cool looking warrior bug. Um, the action figures themselves. What is the voltage that comes off that watch battery? Uh, Googling with Googling watch voltage with the rad years. Wow. You can buy one of these for 90 bucks on eBay right now. Um, LR 44 voltage. Your brother should probably know it's off top of it. 1.5 volts. So it's just like a double A, just a smaller double A. Yeah, yeah. Or triple A. Yeah, why not just... I guess it was... What was it called again? I need to see this thing. uh, The the bug itself? Yeah. Uh, The warrior bug. Um, Starship Troopers warrior bug. There were a couple, like... You want to make sure it was the, the big one with the sound effects and shit. Okay, yeah, I see him. I guess there was really no place to put the battery. We sold, we had these at KB when I worked there. Um, at this one, I mean, this, this actually this probably was expensive at the time. There is a stick. There's actually a Toys R Us markdown sticker on it for twenty dollars, and then it was marked down further a new lower price when it was at uh, probably some mom and pop store that they got a shipment and it was all busted up for five bucks. Um. But yeah, it, it is a really cool figure. Um, I'm guessing it was just to keep it the right size and where the batteries were. They had to go with those. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, thank you, Chris. It's a super low current. Uh, I I knew that. Um, now the rest of the line, uh, the action figures you had, uh, they, they didn't go crazy. It, which it's kind of pisses me off. So you got uh you have two aces, um your, your uh, Jake Busey figure. You mm-hmm. have a jetpack ace and toxic raider Jake or ace, um which just like in the movie, you know he's got a jetpack and he has a, a toxic uh cannon of some kind. Uh, you got two Johnny Ricos. Uh, you have a Carmen figure who's dressed in like green rather than her gray flight suit. And then a Sugar Watkins. They made a Sugar Watkins figure before a Dizzy. Hmm. Yeah. He's the guy that blows that. himself up in the tunnel. Hmm. Just want to kill some bugs, sir. That guy. 
Okay. They don't have a rat check. Why do I not have a Michael Ironside action figure for Starship Troopers? I want him to have the same leg action like Nedry had arm action. Just pop off. That would be awesome. Yeah. If you just Google it is it's it's fantastic. Not, not they did a great job with it. Um there is a Starship Troopers uh toy commercial parody that's out there. Mm-hmm. And they do a great job of it. I will have to look it they up. They do that. They have a Michael they have a Ratchet action figure with Battle Damage. Battle damage. Dino damage, uh, as they called it. Dino damage. Yeah. Uh uh, Denise Richards figure with inflatable lips that you know <laughs> act as like a airbag. Um, it's 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 pretty funny. Um, yeah, you got the, a Carmen figure. You got so the two Johnny Ricos. You got a Johnny Rico Firestorm, which I believe he comes with just not the same little squirt pack that Ace comes with. Only this water is like fire water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. The only the, the outstanding figure here is the Johnny Rico Mega Marauder, which, if you look at it, looks like a Starship Trooper action figure. Like it, it's the only one out of the whole set. Where, like if you saw that figure laying there, like if you saw any of the others, like just loose laying in that fifty cent bin that I love, you would have no idea what the hell that's from. Right. But if you saw the Johnny Rico Mega Marauder, sure. Right off the bat, you go, oh. That's Johnny Rico from Starship Troopers. Yeah, uh, it's a cool little. It's a cool little uh, figure. He's got a couple big machine guns. He's got the tattoo on his arm, which is a nice little detail. I appreciate that. I do too. Um, yeah, it's a really cool figure. Um, I like the packaging on it. It's good. They, they didn't cheap out and go with like a like. It's a legit, uh, you know. Bubble, it, it's like the box is cut a little bit to shape the artwork, and you got the bug coming in from the corner. Um, yeah, it was just bad timing. It was the end of the uh, it, this was the end of the R rated toys for kids. Mm. This was this was the end of it. This is the last line. Um, I, I don't know if parents were just getting too, you know, parenty, like, oh, they're not going to play with this, or there was just already too much out there, um, or there was just a kind of a trail off in the action figure lines, you know, there's different, uh, the toy market changed, and they didn't have the same cartoons promoting I think it started shifting to adult collector market. Oh, absolutely, because mm. I, I like to look at the Matrix as that. You know, like, I, I feel like, because, like, the Matrix came out with action figures, but, like, you didn't see any kids playing with Matrix action figures. They say the start of it was the re-release of the Star Wars toys in the mid-90s. I can believe that. Yeah. And that, 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 that was a crossover. Because kids bought them and played with them, and then you also had people, adults, buying them and saving them. Yeah. And it was... I'm I'm sure more adults were buying them to save them because that was going to be their retirement cash because yeah. no one can learn from comic books or trading cards or whatever. Um, I mean, I did both. I bought some. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'll open them up. And there's some I, I kept, you know, and I saved. Yes, sir. But, um, this was a cool toy line. Didn't last. Didn't go far. Um, 
they did have that animated the uh, CGI animated series, which is pretty cool. But uh, yes. uh, yeah, uh, right. Starship Troopers, very very R rated uh, toy line. Very very R rated squeezer. Let's move on to my last. I talked about these before. We're gonna give them one last little bit of love. Get ready for thrilling action when evil unmen battle Swamp Thing. Who can stop them from destroying the Earth? Swamp Thing! Watch them turn into evil unmen to battle Snare Arm Swamp Thing. You're no match for my mighty Snare Arm. But I am. Is he doomed? <laughs> no, now I'm a different Swamp Thing. I'm Bioglow. The Earth is safe. Bioglow and Snare Arm each sold separately. Swamp Thing, guardian of the Earth. Kenner really had a thing for, no, I'm now a different one. <laughs> it's kind of the same thing that was going on in... Uh, mm-hmm. in uh, oh, well, they, they do that in the uh, Terminator one, in that Terminator commercial. Yeah, that's what I just was referring to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, gotcha. It's like Nidland Flanders. Now I'm this person. So there's uh, Swamp Thing... Be- be- I mean, became popular in the 80s with Alan Moore's run on Swamp Thing that was fucking fantastic, even though uh, he acts like he hates everything about it. Uh, And uh, then they decided to make... There was a live-action show. There was a cartoon of Swamp Thing. And the cartoon had this Kenner line of action figures. Uh, The the, uh, animated series was short-lived, but the action figures were something I'd stare at at Lane Co. a lot. They're a really cool Kenner line. Um, snare arm swamp thing and I was like thought like oh these he's Batman adjacent so I wanted these I'm like mom he's like a Batman guy mom was like I don't see anything Batman about him uh, <laughs> there's snare arm swamp thing camouflage swamp thing they did the whole Kenner repaint for swamp thing because he was cool mm-hmm. um, bat big glow bio glow swamp thing snap up swamp thing and then of course uh, Anton Arcane was the big bad and uh, they had these like finger puppet things that would go over their heads. Dr. Demo, the weed killer, skin man. They had your classic uh, Bayou Jack and Tomahawk. Like It's kind of the environmental craze of the 90s with Captain Planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, another R-rated franchise that was turned into an environmental franchise in uh, Toxic Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> a really R-rated franchise that was turned into yeah. a kid's franchise. And, of course, Swamp Thing. Now they got to take Captain Planet and turn it into an R-rated movie. Hmm. I'd watch that. Or an oh, X-rated the, movie. The Marsh Buggy. What the hell? Some of these were, like, kind of, like, eh, could kind of look like other kind of uh, things. I'm trying to think of what The Bog Rover, the Marsh Buggy, and then there was, uh, of course, Bayou Jack and Tomahawk with a swift shot crossbow uh and there was uh the if you look at the kenner spring 92 toy fair catalog there was a second wave that was never released uh an alligator swamp thing they were like 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 uh mutating figures that turned into like sharks and alligators and um a constricting swamp thing that uh i don't know what the hell he did uh, it looks like uh, an afterthought. Yeah, really, <laughs> someone wrote it's coiled turd feet. It does. <laughs> um, 
there was extending Swamp Thing. Uh, there was a prototype never released. For Zombie Sailor probably has some of these. And there, uh, um, of course, the evil unman. Antan Arcane is the villain from the, the comic books. There was also this, like, bog, like, swamp trap thing they had, too, that was, I don't know, pretty cool. There was going to be more bad guys, too, in uh, Scorcher, uh, Claw, Callahan, Ultra Police. Uh, I'm trying to think. So the... um the the snap up swamp 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 thing uh the one is like the 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 log bazooka with the claw thing yeah the snare that log yeah the snare i had that i'm trying to think what other toy line like that gimmick came with like what other toy cuz i didn't have a swamp thing i didn't have this figure so which but one are you talking like, about the weapon. camouflage one uh, the Swamp Thing Snap Up. It's the uh, Swamp Thing Snap Up. Snap Up Swamp Thing. Vine Snare. He's like the little cannon. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to picture where where I could have been the Ewok Village. Like... Huh? Yeah, I don't. Maybe uh, Robin Hood. Maybe. Uh, could it be? Hmm. Log bazooka there. I'll have to do some hunting. Yeah. Or I'll, I'll just forget after the show, but in the Probably. meantime. I'll but, uh, yeah, check out the Swamp Thing action figure line. They're fun, and I uh, wish I had, like, a on-card collection. That might be something I'd do if I, when I decide to start getting, when I get more room to get more stuff, which, like, when I organize the basement is what I mean. Yeah, they could uh, fight your gorillas. Yes. Here is my your last pick, Squeezer. Seven centuries have passed since the Earth plunged into darkness. Seven centuries since the Jetheter swore to regain for man his lost knowledge and freedom. All the immortals took the oath, all except one who dominates the world. But soon an immortal will come to confront him. His name is Quentin McLeod. He is the Highlander. Squeezer, right. you know there can only be one Highlander. Uh, Nothing? Is this sorry. just an opportunity for me to do my Sean Connery? <laughs> oh, it is. Well, Matt makes a point of the... I think he's right. It is, yes, it is Battle Oh, Trolls. Battle Trolls. I, in, in my head, I even pictured it. I'm like, I swear it came with yeah, Battle but, Trolls. Oh, yeah, Hasbro. I was like, that was Hasbro. Hasbro, Hasbro bot Kenner. And that's why I didn't want to say it right away because Battle Trolls weren't Kenner, but it does make sense because the buyout, yes. And, yeah, mm. I, it came with the um, uh, Battle Trolls, the Viking, the Viking guy, I think. They hmm. came with the... Uh, Oh, it did. Uh, yep, it, it was, off. and it was orange troll instead off. of green. Yep, I knew I had it. I wasn't crazy. Thank you, Matt Aranko. I am not insane. Oh, a lot of the weapons came with them. They repurposed. Uh -huh. They repurposed uh, three of them. The Cyclops one had uh, some of the weapons too. Hmm. 
I had I had Cyclops troll. I loved my battle trolls. They I like the commercial. Awesome. Battle trolls are out of control. control. They were yeah. expensive though. My mom didn't want to buy them for me. Were they? Oh yeah. Huh. Why'd I have them? Uh-huh. You were a spoiled squeezer. I was a spoiled squeezer. Tomahawk's crossbow was found uh, with the ninja one. Um, yeah, hey, why not use them? He bought counter for a reason. Yeah. They, maybe they bought it just for that. It's like, we need that log grappling book launch. I could have, if I would have scrolled down further, I could have answered this for you. It was on the same page I was looking at. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, anywho, I didn't want to detract too far from uh, Highlander. There could only be uh, one, I, Squeezer. There could only be one. <laughs> Are you a fan of the Highlander? Nah, that movie's so boring. No. Yeah, it's good. I, 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 there. It's one of those things where, like, it's uh, like MacGyver. Like the ladies love it. <laughs> it's Christopher Lambert. He's so sexy. Lord Raiden. Um. So I, I remember. Did you, I actually saw? Endgame, the real Endgame, Highlander Endgame, in theaters in, like, 2000. I went. I don't know mm. why, but I did. Mm. Um, but in 97... You were the only one. <laughs> what's that? So you were the only one. Uh, y- yes. I mean, does the uh, kid that work there get the... No. Does he count? No. Oh, okay. Um... All right, so in like 94, 95, they came out with a uh, animated series because they're like, hey, we have this subject matter that involves um, ancient uh, Celtic lore and beheadings. Let's make a cartoon for kids in the future riding dinosaurs. Oh, like, really? They're riding dinosaurs? Yeah, it is a dinosaur. Um, of some kind. It's some kind of dinosaur-like thing, but anyway. And in 700 years in the future, you will be riding a dinosaur, so maybe. Why didn't we watch this during our quarantine? I don't know. I, I, it completely, I never watched it. Um, USA Network. I, it was USA, and then it syndicated it. Um, I, I, I watched a little bit of the first episode to scrub through to get a sense of it. Um, there are some people that seem to love it. There's others like, eh, look, I liked it as a kid. I'm not going to look at the rose colored glasses. What I scrubbed through just bits and pieces and saw little rough. Um, but they got a cartoon on the air and but they're talking about, there's some heavy subject matter. Like the character dies. He's a Highlander. He has to die. They don't ever say he dies. They like, so a, show us. A, Show a sword slash. Then he's laying on the ground, not moving. Then he gets him and goes, I'm alive. Implying that he was dead. Well, I am uh, an Egyptian immortal. Even though I sound <laughs> Scottish. <laughs> uh, um, and yeah, so is the they Kurgan made a, in, is the Kurgan uh, in the action cartoon? figure line. A toy line out of this. So it's not a toy line based off of either the movies or... Uh, the the show but based off of the cartoon based off of the movie and of the show 
And the toy line is, um, it exists. Um, you know, they were produced by Primetime Toys. Um, Samu's in the beginning of this of the movie Highlander. Shamu. Sam. Samu. Sam. Oh, from Sam. Alantan, oh, from the Sammy's Wild Samoan. Or yeah. the the not the head shrinkers. I mean, Sammy. Yeah. In the first movie. In the first movie, in the at Madison Square Garden, that wrestling match. Oh, really? Yeah. I I haven't seen it in forever. Um. Huh. Where's Highlander streaming? Not like I'm gonna go watch it, but eh, maybe. That was another movie Adrian made me watch. Oh, really? The Highlander. Yeah. The quickening. <laughs> so let me see. All right. You had um, you had some some good guys. You had Quentin Quentin McLeod. He is the descendant of uh, well the McLeods. Um, and then you have uh, Ramirez, who's like a knight kind of guy. I, I he's like his yeah. I, I don't. I I don't quite know. I I have to watch more. I have to watch more of the show to get it. But I'm just going over the figures now. Uh, you got Malone, uh, who uh, looks like he'd be out of a late '80s hair metal band. Uh, you got Hunter, who it looks kind of. He's got like a uh, scorpion, mortal or a reptile, Mortal Kombat thing going on. Mm-hmm. And you go got. Arak and Cortan, or Cortan. I didn't watch the show yet. I apologize on my pronunciation for all of you uh, uh, Highlander, the animated series fans out there. Uh, these are uh, maybe not the best sculpts. They're a little awkward. I, I would say they're collectible now for their uh, for kitsch uh, value. Uh, it's... Uh, I, I mean, the Highlander figure, the Quentin looks like a, I don't know, it looks like a Peter Pan. Literally. Like a Peter Pan action figure. What was the, the, the one that was on, like, back in the 70s, the, like, network TV production of Peter Pan? What, the woman played Peter Pan? But, yeah, what was yeah. her name? I have no idea. I know what you're uh, talking about, though. It was NBC, But yeah, it was NBC, and we, we taped it, and we watched that over and over. I hated that. My mom won me. Uh, I fucking hated that. I, that bored the shit out of me. Peter I did not want to watch that at all. Peter Pan, not Peter Pan Live. I think it was 80s, not 70s. Was it 80s? I feel like it was. Trickle. Oh, is it Mary Martin? I don't know. You're saying this like, oh yeah, Mary Martin. I don't know. That was I think it was 1960. Really? Maybe. I think there were a couple versions of it. Mary Martin does sound right. Oh, I'm watching it right now. The Spider-Man ad first. We'll get through this. To help people customize and save with Liberty Mutual. No, this one's in black and white. Mine wasn't black and white. No, this was color. Oh, you know what? I think they like did like a 1960. Yeah, I think it was like 1960. They technicolored the shit out of it. Yeah, Mary Martin. 
Yeah, this is it. Ah, yeah, this is it. I fucking hated this. Yeah, oh, I loved it. Really? I I don't know why. Ah, God, I hated this. Yep. Anywho, that's what... It was always around Christmas, right? Or Easter, I don't know. It always aired, and my mom loved it, and I fucking hated it. Yeah, no, I absolutely, I I love this. But that's why I I almost won a... uh, the uh, the Quentin McCloud action figure looks more like Peter Pan than uh, the Hook Peter Pan action figure does. With all due respect to Robin Williams. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, there is a Quentin's Gavor or Gavor or Gavor. Um, where I just opened it. I opened it to the wrong. Here we go. Uh, image series. Let's see if I can read the packaging on the back. See if I can get it big enough to... I can't read it. God damn it. Uh, it's kind of like a... a di- yeah, it's like a dinosaur. Yeah, it's a dinosaur. With a saddle. It's like a, it's like a little skinny tauntaun. That he could ride. Um, but yeah, it was based off of the series. It didn't, it didn't last long. Um, these, there's so much competition out there and you put, I, with all due respect, uh, not top of the line figures out there when you have some really good action figures, especially with this 96. So you're competing with Jurassic Park line, uh, Star Wars is out there now. You got a crazy amount of action figures you're competing with. And um, the Highlander figures are not gonna are not gonna sell well. Hmm. I didn't even look on eBay. I don't know what they're going for now. Well, uh, I guess we should close out the show now, right? I guess. Yeah, I can go watch Mando. <laughs> uh, all right. So that's all we got for now. Um, Let's hit the theme music and close this bitch out. What's what else, Squeezer? What uh, do we... You can go. You can buy his, his Quentin's Gavor for Gavor, 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 uh, for forty two ninety five. Only forty two ninety five. Yes, you can. You can get an uh, Ramirez out of the box for forty four ninety nine. Oh, you can get a Johnny Rico Mega Marauder for one hundred twenty five. Sweet. You can get the vintage Hot Wheels car wash from 1994 for 75 bucks. I don't like that my computer remembers what shows we do. Mm. Uh, you can get battle trolls. You can get just the, the weapons accessory. You can buy that log without the claw and a couple axes and a crossbow without the bolt for 22.99. Well, I'm sold. I'm going to go eBay Ooh, shopping. A lot of vintage... Sorry, and I'm just eBay shopping on the rad years. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of vintage 1997 Starship Troopers action figures. You so next week, Ricos, we've got the G.I. Joe show. It's the first time we're talking and a bug all G.I. Joe. We're following that. Keep going. We're listening. We're following that up with Snow Days 3, and we might actually get our first snowfall this weekend here in the Northeast. Oh, I gotta get my snowblower ready. And then animated movies too, and then uh, we move on to February with some good stuff. But uh, that's all for tonight. Talking R-rated batteries, not included. Movies. 
movie R-rated movies that had toys for kids that were probably not appropriate. Uh, this is our second show on it, and this was fun. We got through uh, another two hours on this, so. They didn't have a Sugar Watkins in it. I got to buy him separate for 50 bucks. Oh, he's open for $15.99. <laughs> so we'll be back next week talking everything G.I. Joe, and that should be fun because I already have got some ideas of what to talk about. Ooh, uh, I could just do every place that I had. This is, ooh, this is going to be spoiled squeezer at the best. He's going to spoil us. Treat yourself. Uh, Treat yourself. I'm RK. And I am Squeezer. We'll see you next week.